on the cusp in the car. Today I'm going to tell you the story about the time I was on the cusp of finishing my album, but I didn't have the money. The year was 2009. I was 24 years old, and I worked behind the front desk of a Tracker Boats Marine Service Center. Tracker Marine Service Center. So my job was to call warranty at Tracker. I'd call them up, and I'd tell them what was wrong with Billy Bob's boat, and I'd say, is that covered? And they'd say, no. And then I'd call Billy Bob. I'd say, hey, hey, Billy Bob. Hi, hey, how's it going? I've been waiting on you to call me back. But yes, sir, I, I, I talked to Tracker, and um, turns out uh, so th- this is not covered under warranty. Um, let me go through. What do you mean it ain't covered under warranty? Uh, well, I'll, I'll explain it to you, sir. So, so what they're telling me, well, I don't really give a blank what they tell you. I think that's a bunch of bull crap. Yes, sir, I understand. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm right there with you. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Oh, if you think it's bull crap, then what are we talking about? You need to get it straightened out with them. I, that ain't my problem. Yeah, yes, sir, I, no, I understand. Click. Then I go to my boss. Hey, Lenny. Hey, Adam. Uh, Lenny, uh, uh, Billy Bob won't talk to me. I was trying to tell him about his quote. Well, call him again. Oh, okay. I dialed the number. Hello? Yeah, uh, yes, sir, uh, Billy Bob. I, I talked to my boss, and, and, and I've done talk to Tracker, and, and there's nothing we can do, man. I mean, it, it's a $1,700 quote on this thing, and, and if you want to come get it, you're welcome to. Um, we got $195 in it so far. $195 just to give me a quote? Well, I mean, we had to tear it apart, and, you know, that's the, that when you throw it off. See, this is what I dealt with all day long. All right. I hated it. I hated my life. I loved it when Tracker, my boss, would come to me, Lenny. Hey, Adam. Yeah, Lenny. I need you to go pick up a boat. Praise God. I get out of the office. I get in a truck and I drive. Go find a wherever I got to go and pick up the boat. And man, I drive slow on the way back. I give me a Snickers out there somewhere. Just be chomping on that Snickers, thinking about songs and really thinking about what I wanted to. And so I'd go to the bathroom all the time. I'd write songs in there. Adam, somebody's at the front counter. You're knocking on the door. Ah, crap. It's just right. Shot in Reno was written in a bathroom at Tracker Boats. You ever heard my song, Shot in Reno? That's where that was written. And many other songs. So you get the picture. This is my everyday. One day is about lunchtime, and you know, when it's like 11.17, and you know you get lunch at noon, you're just sitting there behind that desk, and every time you look at the clock, only one minute's gone by. So now I gotta look at the clock another 42 times every minute. You know, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's gonna take forever just to get to lunch. And all of a sudden, phone's ringing, I answer the phone. And this guy says, what's your name? I said, uh, Adam. He goes, Adam, I have my boat down there. Had it looked at. 
about $2,000, $3,000 worth of work on it. And I picked it up. You remember me? I, oh, yes, sir. Yeah, I, I remember that. So, yes, sir. Yeah, I didn't get it done. Yeah, yes, sir. I remember that. How you doing, sir? Doing fine. Do you want this boat? I said, what? He said, you want this boat? I said, what, here at the hit the shop? Like, uh, you want to bring it back to us? And he, he goes, no, you. I wanted to know if you want it to have. I said, to have? Well, well you mean, I'm not following you, sir. He says, I'm bringing it down there. I'm dropping it off right now. And whoever's out there gets it. I said, gets the boat? What do you mean, to, to have? You don't want it no more? I said, you selling it? No, I don't want it. I said, well, sir, that's a big fiberglass boat with a, you know, just needs a little work on the engine. He said, nah, I know it. I ain't doing it. I said, oh, well, okay. He says, I'll be there in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? I looked at the clock and I, I got to take lunch now. So I I went to Lenny. Hey, Lenny, I got to take early lunch. Okay. So I go out there and I go out beyond the gate and I sat in the car. Or in the truck. I had, at that time, I had a little bitty Toyota pickup truck. 1992. I love, I missed that truck, just to be honest with you. Loved it. It was a little stick shift. I had the, I had the, um, the grandpa shell on it, you know, the camper shell. Loved it. So I was sitting in that, in that little truck, and I had a, I had a ball on the back bumper. Two-inch ball. I was like, well, that should drag it. So I'm sitting here thinking through, is this guy really going to drop this boat up? And here he comes. He pulls in. He's got this fiberglass boat. I mean, big old nice boat. I think it was a nitro or something like that. It was real nice. And I get out, and he so he recognized me. And I recognized him as an old man. And he says, you want it right here? I said, well, yes, sir, you can drop it off there. Now, we're not in the gate. So, technically, I'm not stealing the boat from the tracker parking lot. I'm letting this guy, he's giving me a boat out on the road. And I thought all that through. I ain't told nobody nothing. I'm sitting here, and me and this man have a conversation, and we unhook it from his truck. And I said, sir, can I ask you, what is this all about? He said, all right, I'll tell you. And he goes, my son-in-law thinks he's going to get me to fix this boat before I die. But I ain't going to do it. <laughs> and I started laughing. I said, why does he think that? What do you mean? He, he says, well, I got cancer. He says, I'm already dying. He said, I ain't going to be around much longer. And that feller keeps making comments like he wants me to come on down here and get that boat fixed. I can't use it. He wants me to get it fixed while I'm still living so he can have it. And I ain't going to do it. As a matter of fact, I'm giving it to you, and he ain't going to get it at all. <laughs> and I just said, I am so sorry to hear about what you're going through. And he said, can't change it. And I said, well, yeah, no, I, I just I hate to hear it. He says, me too. I'm serious. That's the conversation. And I said, now, sir, when I haul this up there, they're going to be asking me, you know, because I got to put it in my name. There's there's a trailer tag. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Actually, there wasn't a trailer tag. There was an ownership thing, a title to the boat. So me, luckily, I knew this stuff. 
And I asked him, I said, they're going to ask me how much I paid for this. And I'm wondering if I gave you a dollar, if you'll sign right here on this piece of paper that I give you a dollar for it. I done wrote up the paper in the car or in the truck. I'm so used to having a car. I forget what it was like to have a truck in 2009. The guy says, all right. And I gave the man a dollar and he signed the paper. I said, now don't, I said, I ain't going to have you sign it unless I give you a dollar. I give him a dollar. And he signed it. He said, all right, good luck. And he got in his car and drove off and left this big old 20-foot-long fiberglass boat sitting right here. Now, I don't have any money, all right? I make $350 a week, and I don't know what I spent it on, but I know I didn't have any. And I know I had an, an album that I wanted to put out, but I didn't have enough money to finish it. So, I I looked at that boat, and I saw there is the ticket. That's how I'm going to finish my album. And, plus, I got a wedding coming up. Me and Amy's getting married here in a few months. And, on top of that, who the heck turns down a free boat anyway? Son of a gun floats. I mean, it might not crank, but it floats. And I know a bunch of boat mechanics. So I, I backed up to my truck and I, you know, cranked it on down as, I mean, as far as I could. It was weighing down the truck, plumbed down to the ground. That little bitty truck I had. And I was a little worried about it, but I was like, ah, it's all right. And I, I just flipped that sucker around in the parking lot and I hit that stick shift and went up there on Vietnam veterans pulling out of Hendersonville tracker boats and went right up the ramp. And I went slow, but I, I I was going as fast as I could. And I got up there to the next exit. We lived in a little neighborhood, a little house in a neighborhood. Now, this wasn't no fancy neighborhood, but it was a real neighborhood. I mean, I was renting the house, and I don't think there's an HOA. If there was, I'd never met them. And I was renting and living in this house. And I already had a little tiny little aluminum boat. In, on a trailer sitting over there. I called that the shark. I painted shark teeth on it. So it was sitting over there collecting leaves and branches and stuff. And we'd been out in it a few times, me and Amy, when we were dating. Well, now I got a big old shark. I got this huge fiberglass boat and there ain't nowhere room for it in the driveway. So I backed it right in the front yard. The back of the boat was almost on the porch and the front of the trailer was sticking out right alongside the road. My yard wasn't that big. And, I mean, it took up the entire yard. It was a double-axle trailer, big old fiberglass boat, 225-horsepower Mercury engine sitting on it. And it looked good. It had them seats where you sit real high, a big fishing fiberglass boat. And I got up and sat in it, and I said, man, this is unbelievable. I feel like a king. And uh, my buddy Parker came over when I got off work, and I couldn't wait for him to get over there. He lived there. He rented with me. And Amy was going to come see see me that evening, too. And she don't know about it. I told her, I, she called me when she got out of school. She taught school at this time. She said, I'm on my way home. I said, good. I said, I got a surprise for you. She said, oh, really? I said, yeah. And so I got up in that boat, and I sat on it, and Parker sat on one chair and I sat on the other one and we just stood there with disbelief 
He's like, man, this is unbelievable. Nothing like this had ever happened to me in my entire life. And nobody I ever knew had anything happen like this to him. So we were sitting there and just couldn't believe it. Thought maybe this guy's going to pull up and take it back. And uh, we just sat and kept talking about how amazing it was. And here comes Amy. She pulls right up. She gets out with this just look on her face like disgusted. Like, what is that? And I right then started to wonder about my relationship with this woman. Why is she looking disgusted? And she said, what is, what is that? And I was like, this is the surprise. She said, you bought a boat? I was like, no, that's the best part. I said, some man just gave it to me. <laughs> and I thought she would be as happy as I was about it. She wasn't happy about it at all. She's like, and it's in the yard? That was her next thing. You're just going to leave it right there? I said, are you kidding me? That's the only thing you got to say about this is you don't like that it's in the yard. And we got in probably our first fight. Friends right there in the front yard. And arguing. And, and she said, I just, I, there's the neighbors. And I'm like, who cares about the neighbors? God answered my prayer. I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to get any money. I can sell it. She said, oh, okay. So you're going to sell it. And I said, well, I don't know. I might keep it. I don't know. I dug my heels in a little bit. And Parker was like, oh, man, this is not good. Well, she went on in the house. Now, look, she was just coming to see me. She didn't live there. No, sir, we we didn't live in sin. I'll tell you that right now. So me and Parker sitting on the boat, and I'm mad. I said, can you believe that? He said, dude, he's like, that, I can't believe she doesn't see the value in this. He took my side completely. He was like, I... <laughs> It was funny. We were both just so young. We didn't understand the way a woman thought. And she didn't know I was going to turn around and sell it. Well, within like three days, one of my boat mechanic buddies, you know, I went and told everybody back at the shop this story. And they couldn't believe that I, of all people in that whole shop, ended up with this free boat. I'm the only one that can't do nothing with it. And uh, But they were nice about it. And uh, this this buddy of mine, Jake, he came over. And he gave me 1500 He said, look, man, he said, I got to put some money and time in this. And if that's worth it to you, it's worth it to me. And that was totally worth it to me. I couldn't believe I hadn't seen that much money, I don't think, yet in my life. And so I took it. And I went down there to the studio and handed it to that man. I said, let's finish this record. And we did. And we put it out. And it flopped. 